Welcome to the Yes You May podcast. I'm your host, Amanda May Gray. I'm so excited you're here today. Together on this podcast, we hashtag live, learn, grow by talking all things self-confidence, motivation, and ways to live into your dreams so that you can have a life you love. Let's dive right in. Hey, how's everybody doing today? Today we have a special guest on my, I guess it's my second guest. I'm so excited. His name is David Lawhorn and he is a professional speaker. He's also got a book out, so he is an author and I am excited to bring him on and introduce him to all of you today. So, hey David. Welcome to my brandest newest show. Amanda, <laughs> thank you. My pleasure. I'm so glad you could come and chat with me today. Yes, would not miss it, would not miss it. Yay. So you recently published a book called Walking yes. Like a Giant. Yes, yes, I did. Tell the people a little bit about it and what inspired you to dive in and write a book. My first book, Walking Like a Giant, Amanda, what inspired me is I've been in sales, wow, forever, since college in sales, progressed into training and that progressed into taking a look at the mindset of individuals because I would look at a training and try to figure out if you had 20 people in training, why did three or four rise and become cream and everyone else average the bottom figures? And I realized that we all have some of the same abilities, some of the same talents, but what it comes down to is our mental mindset. And I wanted to give people a quick guide, a quick pickup to understanding what made them tick. But few things that separates the great from average and how to use those tools every day to give yourself a distinct advantage in going after the things that you want, that you dream of, your audacious goals. And that is what made me sit down and write the book, which is doing phenomenally, by the way. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> that gets a big yay. Yes. I love it. I have read the book, I have to say. It took me one day. I don't normally wow. read a book like straight through, and I don't yeah. normally read a lot in general. I will admit I would like to read more. That is one of the things I'm working on this year. But I actually got it and just read it straight through. That's how much Very I enjoyed nice. it. So kudos to you. You, I think what helped too is you didn't make it overwhelming. Yes. The concepts weren't overwhelming. Uh, the amount of pages wasn't overwhelming. So that was nice as well. And I really just found it a very useful and inspiring guide. So I want to thank you for that. Quite welcome. Book is exactly about 100 pages. Mm -hmm. And... On purpose, 10 chapters. And each chapter, I cut out all the fat. So everything is just literally geared to from page one to you absolutely jumping right in to the things that you need instead of trying to get through fluff before you get through those points and those nuggets that are going to help you out. Definitely. I love that. I love that. What gave you this concept of walking like a giant? Where did that whole idea come from? <laughs> Walking Like a Giant is a concept that I developed from going through some really 
game-changing, life-changing events and times for myself. And just realizing that most of the things that scare us the most, most of the things that we are afraid of enduring and going through the most are the things that God will show you that not only can you get through this, but he's going to use those things to empower you, to make you stronger, better, faster. And out of that, if you have the correct foundation under you, Amanda, you come out of those events walking like a giant. Because the thing about life is that at some point, life is going to knock you down. If you tell the universe that you want to do anything spectacular, it will test you. It will see what you're made of by knocking you to your knees. And when you get to that point that you're at your knees, you're going to have two types of people. The type of person that has that great foundation of a giant underneath them that allows them to get back up and do amazing things. And you're going to have that person that you talk to 10 years from now that is still down and will tell you, I almost did that. I wish I could have. I was just about there. But, and that book, that foundation that allows you to be unique, to be audacious, to dream big, and then to go out and live it on your terms is walking like a giant. I love that. I love that. You also said something interesting just prior to this. You said, uh, I trimmed out all the fat. Yes. And as speakers, I know I have a lot of speaker friends on here as well. I think that's something that I did recently with my contest speech that I made so much more of a difference that I wasn't like aware of the impact that it would be. Just taking out everything that doesn't serve the purpose, yeah. doesn't drive the mission forward. Where did you learn that from? Or was that something you kind of discovered on your own? Of course not. <laughs> right. Uh, of course not. Uh, <laughs> we all have mentors. I learned that the same way you learned. At one point, I was an avid competitor in Toastmasters International Speech Competition. And in putting together speeches at that level, you learn that you have five to seven minutes to not only get a point across, but hopefully impact someone. And even in some cases, literally change the way they think or the way they live. And in order to do that with five to seven minutes, you have to cut out everything that is not pertinent to your story, to your points, and to your and to that message that you want to have them walk away with. Right. And so literally mentors, coaches at some point got me in the habit of cutting away that fat. And I have every sense. And I think that's why anyone that reads my book or hears me live or attends any of my sessions can tell you that it's definitely one of those events where they walk away feeling they've really gotten a value rich ex experience because there is not a lot of fat. Right. Yeah. And I, I think that. there's a lesson in that for life in general is like we get caught up in so many details and overthink yeah. things and then go off on little tangents or whatever. And we forget to just stay focused on what's most important and yeah. not let all those outside distractions bother us. It's almost like getting those blinders on in life and in speaking to really hone in and get better at things. And I think oh, that's right. so super important. You also mentioned mentors. And of course we both have had mentors. Tell the peoples, maybe the younger generations, why it's so important to have a mentor that actually has done what you want to do. Wow. 
so important to have a mentor that has done what you want to do and that have gone where you want to go because they no one can teach you how to ride a bike that's never ridden a bike or to parachute that's never done it. They have that experience of the exhilaration, the fear, and everything that's going to everything that life is going to have you experience on the way down. A great mentor that has been more than money, it's worth more than anything else because of that that mentor is going to inspire you, keep you going. That mentor is going to ward you from pitfalls. More than anything else, that mentor that has been where you want to go is the person that's going to introduce you to things that you've never known, that you've never seen, that you've never experienced, but they have. And they can tell you as you progress what you're looking forward to experiencing next. And there's nothing like that motivator of a mentor that's made a couple of million dollars or that has become an accomplished world-class speaker or that is an author or that's doing anything that you want to do that tells you here's what you have to look forward to next they paint that picture for you amanda of not the life you're living but the life they know that you're going to live if you stay on path and most of us unfortunately without that mentor in place Life gets hard and we do what? We quit. We go back to our day jobs. Yes. A mentor will keep you focused, keep you driven. And it's like I tell my mentor all the time. At some point, he and I will have lunch. Exactly. Right. I love in, that. In some of the dream places that he's been, that, that I am going to arrive at soon. Yes. I love that. I think... What goes along with that that I realized recently is often we see like this big successful person and it's the pie in the sky, it's the dream, but it doesn't feel like the reality, right? It doesn't feel like we don't actually deep down believe that we can get there and that there's more yeah. for us out there. Yeah. Instead, we just have this perception like, oh, well, maybe someday we can get there. But when you actually see it and are exposed to things that are higher than what you have, yes. then your belief in them and your belief in yourself grows and you actually can accomplish those things instead of just being like, well, that's that's nice. Yes. Um, and you actually believe it in yourself. And I think that's huge, believing in yourself. Huge. Yes. Great point. I like that. You got to be exposed to greater things or else you're not going to get there, right? Exactly. And you, I tell you the other thing that I love about a great mentor. When we set out to, to go after an audacious goal, we hear about it, we see about it. We So we hear about it, Amanda. We see it, but we don't see it necessarily in front of us. Right. And we read about it. A great mentor will show you what it looks like right in front of you. And there's nothing like that because once you see it right in front of you, something changes here because you go, listen, if they did it, I can do it. Exactly. That, yeah. That's when that magic light bulb goes on. Yep. Isn't it interesting how to believe something we have to see someone else do it? I think there's this huge concept of like when we see someone else, then we feel like we can do it too, especially when we relate to them 
and see them as an equal or somebody maybe a little bit higher than us. Right. They're in the everyday life. They're not this movie star that is unattainable. Exactly. And I agree with that. And you're right. Up to a point, we definitely do need to see in order to believe that we can do it. Now, what happens at some point is once we've done enough, once we've seen enough, at some point, Amanda, we get to a point where we understand that we are now going off onto our own path. And that path is where the magic happens because then we're creating our new. We've seen what the mentor has shown us. We've experienced. We've actually gotten all they can give us. And at some point, we're going to surpass that. And that's your destiny. That's where destiny takes place. I love that. I love that concept of it and helping each other out once you get there. I think yeah. there's also this whole concept that when you teach something, that's when you really learn it. So there's also value in being that person who helps the person below you because yeah. it reinforces those ideas and really solidifies, okay, yeah, no, wait, that is something I should be doing. I do need to um, focus on that. Exactly. Which I, I sharpens iron, right? As a matter of fact, the relationship between a great mentor and mentee is in the beginning that mentor will literally be like a mom or a dad and literally bottle feeding you everything. And then you progress to where you're eating and you're walking and you're eating meat and you're you know not a toddler anymore. At some point, if that relationship is organic, at some point you two are literally same level and the respect is totally different because at some point you realize now the mentor-mentee relationship is transformed into something totally different. Right, right. And then it's time you start giving back. Right. It, it happens. It happens. I think it's important to do it along the way, too, and not. I think you propel even more when you give selfishly to others. Oh, definitely. definitely. And just help them out with whatever you can. And I think the hard part sometimes is being able to identify what it is that you specifically can help somebody with. Sometimes we're in our own head and we don't realize what we know is important or is further along than we realize. Oh, I like like that. We're, yes. we're here and we're like, okay, yeah, that's easy. Everybody can do that. When in fact, no, maybe they can't. And maybe your perspective on it or you saying it that final time is the thing that's going to help them and uh, inspire more change for them at that point. Totally agree. Totally different. Tell me about how you get in a good mindset daily. I think that's a buzzword that we hear about a lot and it's very, very hard. I know I struggle with it. I struggle with like having the motivation and feeling like you wanna do something um, and staying motivated and keeping that positive mindset what are some tips you have for people or your thoughts on that? Wow. A few things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have a few techniques. The biggest technique is to remember when I wake up, Amanda, but I have a chance today to do things differently, to try it again. Even if yesterday I bombed and fell flat on my face, today I get the opportunity that some people did not, some people did not wake up. They don't have breath in their bodies. And I tell myself, as long as I have breath in my body, that I'm going to get up today and try again, no matter how bad 
or how good yesterday looked. Today right. is a clean slate. Now, I remind myself about it in the morning. Today is a clean slate. Now, what am I going to put on that slate today so that tonight I'm very proud of myself? Right. So that's my first motivator. My second motivator is I lost my mom recently. Yeah. And I want to make her proud. Yeah. But in losing her, I'm reminded every day now of those that came before me that literally sacrificed and paved the way and laid down so that I have these opportunities. And even on days when I don't feel like doing it for myself, I want to do it for them. And then I look at the people. I'm a firm believer, Amanda, that as in someone was waiting for me to mentor me, to help me, to guide me, to open the door for me. I'm a firm believer at some point that I'm to be in a certain place to help change or transform or get someone to their next level. And if I don't wake up and do what I'm supposed to do today, then not only am I cheating myself, but I'm also cheating that next person. And those are the things that motivate me to get up every morning, to get my day started at a high level, and then to just challenge myself to not be average because the average person is going to do average things. The exceptional person is a person that when you don't feel like getting up, you're going to get up. When you don't feel like working out, you're going to work out. You don't feel like reading and doing research, you're going to do it. And when you don't feel like working on your craft, whatever it is, you're going to actually get up and not only work on your craft, but on the days which you don't and don't want to, you're going to put in extra time. I love that. That's what separates average from exceptional. And I believe we all have exceptional in us. It's just the difference is those of us who get up don't feel like it. And so we quit on the day. And those of us that get up don't feel like it and tell ourselves we're going to do this anyway. I love that. I love that. It's like you have to keep reinventing and pushing the envelope and figuring things out. You know, when I started doing these lives, I just did on Facebook and it was okay, but it didn't look great. And then the audio was terrible. And I was like, I'm just not satisfied. It's like, it's not good enough yet. So I keep tweaking and doing. And I think that it is really easy to do little things and not see how they're making a difference and not feel like anybody is noticing because we live in such a culture that like, I'm sure there are going to be a bunch of people that will watch this and not interact with it at all. And we'll have no idea, but it could make an impact on them. So for me, it's like, I want to keep pushing myself to be more and more and more because I want it to look good. I want it to come across well. I want to be the best that I can at it, even if there's a learning curve, but I think there's value in showing people the learning curve. I think there's value in people being like, oh, did you see it the first one she did? It was terrible. And now look where it is now. I could do that too. Um, and then just helping people along the way. Like if we have, I've pushed the people that are doing this little challenge with me. I'm like, you should check out this StreamYard thing. <laughs> it looks better. There's cool features and just, being open to those opportunities as well. I think that's huge. Just having that mindset that you are open and willing for coaching and change and that you don't know everything. I tell you, by the way, kudos to you. 
in the sense that I'm watching Revolution. Super proud of you. Thank you. The thing that I think people like you and I hunger for is every day seeing how much better we can become. And that's my goal daily, to just become a better version of me. And I will tell you that at this point in my life, I love who I am. And I love the better version of me. There were there have been times in my life, honestly, where I did not like the version of me, but I represented the version of me that I considered myself to be. And so through falling on my face and embarrassments and just life happening, and finally just having wake-up calls, I think I employed the changes and the method and the methods that I need daily to just work on being that better version. And I think if we do that, Amanda, that's where the magic happens. When we don't do that is when we wake up daily and we're frustrated with ourselves because we're not becoming that better version daily. And I think something else that you and I share is that we're not afraid to embarrass ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) Facts. You can do this. You have to not be afraid to fall flat on your face or embarrass yourself. Yeah, I I agree with that. I have I have a what is it shame? I don't have a lot of self conscious about that. It's like there well, you are. if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But at least I tried. It's like not having the regret. Um, yeah. having that like limiting belief and fear stop exactly. from trying something. For me, I've always been like, oh, I want my own show someday. Someday I'll have my own show, my own sitcom, my own talk show, something. Um, and finally, you know, with doing this challenge, I was like, what am I waiting for? I have this ability. I, I don't have anybody else helping me, right? Other than bringing awesome people like you on because I think it's more interesting than me talking to myself. <laughs> If it is people watching, please give us a thumbs up. Tell us in the comments that it's way more interesting than Amanda rambling. But I was just like, I'm just going to try it. And if it yeah. fails, I'm going to fail publicly. And whatever. Right. I will grow. I will at least have some good conversations, learn something more. And um, and then yesterday it was also like, I need to create what I wish was out there in the world. And Love I think it. that's a big thing because instead of trying to figure out what other people want and because I get hung up like, okay, I don't know. What if they want this? Or what if this time is better? Or all these variables, I'm overthinking it. Just being curious and creating what you wish was in the world, what you wish was there for your own help. Inevitably, at least I'll get better. Hopefully it's entertaining. And yeah. theoretically, there's there's got to be somebody else out there that also has that same interest and exactly. belief. Exactly. Totally. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> if not, then, uh, well, you're still watching, and I'm glad you came. <laughs> At least it was entertaining, if nothing else. That's my motto. If nothing else. Love it. Well, I want to be respectful of your time. Do you have any last thoughts or nuggets of wisdom you wish to bestow upon the peoples of the Internet out mm. there? I know, I know the big, big question of the day. Any last thoughts? Only this. Okay. You get to do this one time. One time. At some point, we all take our last breath. I don't care who you are, 
the amount of money in your bank account, the number of degrees on your wall, the one thing that literally makes us all equal is that we all have an expiration date. My challenge to you is between now and that expiration date. Are you going to keep living the life that you've been living, that you wake up every day with some part of you telling you there's more inside of you, there's better inside of you? Or are you going to make the decision today to literally start getting the books, the resources, the people around you that will make you the great, incredible, phenomenal, one of a kind giant that you are? We all have the ability to take those footsteps, to get out of our own way, to fall, to embarrass ourselves, but most importantly, to challenge yourself daily to be a better version of you. And if you do that, my wish is that at some point you and I see each other on top of the mountain called success and be willing to pull each other up and not look at each other as we're slipping and our grasp is weakening. But become those people, become that type of person that don't just want to see yourself succeed, but want to see everyone else around you join you in that success party. That is what I'll leave with you. Definitely visit my website, giantspeaks.com. Definitely pick up my book. Definitely pick up my book, Walking Like a Giant. It is a game-changing, life-changing 100-page guide that you will go back to again and again that will have you not just looking at your best life, but allow you to live it. I love Amanda, that. I want to thank you for being such a phenomenal host. I want to thank you for the platform. I literally check in on you occasionally. And listen, I love what you're doing. Keep doing it. Super proud thank of you. you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I'm very excited and thankful that you came on and said yes to me. <laughs> Although I don't know how much I asked, but <laughs> I was more like, hey, hey, you're going to come and do this, right? <laughs> but I appreciate you coming nonetheless. I hope everybody enjoyed this. If you're watching this on the replay, put in the comments what you thought was your takeaway, what you liked the most about it. Definitely check out his book because it's a quick read. So you don't really have an excuse not to, quite frankly. I'm just saying. <laughs> What I want to do is bring sunshine to your life. Thanks again, David. Check out his website. Check out his book, giantspeaks.com forward slash book. And I will see you guys all. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye, guys. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Yes, You May podcast with me, Amanda May Gray. Be sure to subscribe. And if you're feeling froggy, leave a review. They help me know what you like, and they help others know they should listen too. I'll catch you next time, sunshine.